This is Sam. This is Kareen, and we are two Onk Ducks. This week's episode, we're going to be focusing on inheritable bone marrow failure syndromes. We're going to go over all the important details on the various types of testable bone marrow failure syndromes, including the key features, the diagnosis, and the treatment of these. So bone marrow failure indicates an inability of hematopoiesis, and these are very testable um, factoid diagnoses that if you guys spend just a little bit of time making yourself a note card or a little cheat sheet and a little bit of memorization, maybe a fun mnemonic if you can think of one yourself, um, and I think we have a few through this episode, you guys can ace these simple questions. Um, this is something that I just told Kareen I would actually review the night before a test or even the morning of the test going in. Um, to me, this is the Krebs cycle of hematology. Flat memorization, easy points if you can just, you know, memorize a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think everybody was surprised as at how many of these questions are on our ITEs and actual exams. So definitely pay attention to in this episode. And so to start us off, how can we break down the bone marrow failure syndromes? So the way that I'm going to break it down for us is the trilineage failures, which means that it affects the white blood cells, red blood cells, and platelets, or the one to two lineage failures. So one or two of those um, different types of blood cells. And so what are the trilineage failures we'll cover today? We're going to go over Fanconi's anemia, dyskeratosis congenita. We'll go over a few of the GATA2 uh, deficiencies, so mono MAC. Um, and so you guys definitely need to know how to differentiate between all of these. So tell me about Fanconi's anemia. So Fanconi's anemia is the most common inheritable bone marrow failure syndrome. I think it's one of the most testable also. The mechanism of Fanconi's anemia is a defect in the DNA repair and oxidative stress. There's 21 genes that can lead to Fanconi's anemia, the most common ones being the FANCA, FANCC, and FANCG genes. The presentation of Fanconi's anemia is pancytopenia with bone marrow plasia. These patients are at risk of MDS, AML, and ALL. The key words that they can give you in the vignette are things like short stature, cafe au lait spots, hypoplastic thumbs, microcephaly. The way we diagnose Fanconi's anemia, you can do it by the chromosomal breakage study using diepoxybutane or DEB, and you can confirm the diagnosis with NGS, looking for that mutation in one of the 21 genes. Treatment for Fanconi's anemia is steroids or androgens such as danazole, and then stem cell transplant is potentially curative, and the conditioning regimen for stem cell transplant for Fanconi's is low-dose TBI and an alkylating agent such as cyclophosphamide. Yeah, definitely make sure you pay attention to the presentation that might make you pick this over other things, so the short stature, cafe au lait spots, hypoplastic thumbs, microcephaly. Uh, and make sure you remember the steroids with androgen stanozole for initial treatment. And so what about dyskeratosis congenita? So our second syndrome is dyskeratosis congenita, just like you said. And the mechanism for this is abnormal aging to bone marrow stem cells through defective telomere uh, maintenance. And so this is presented by or caused by a DKC1 gene mutation, that's X-linked, which encodes dyskeratin protein, which is responsible for telomere maintenance, or the TERC gene, which is autosomal dominant, and that's responsible for encoding the RNA component of telomerase. 
The presentation of dyskeratosis congenita is dyskeratotic nails, hair, leukoplankia, reticular rash, skin hypertrophy. You can also see ataxia, esophageal strictures, and squamous cell carcinoma of the head and neck, the GI, or the GU tracts. You can see leukemias as well as pulmonary fibrosis in dyskeratosis congenita. The diagnosis is made by getting the NGS panel to find the gene mutation. And the treatment is androgens. Sometimes you can do GCSF or erythropoietin to stimulate those cells. And again, stem cell transplant is potentially curative, but we need to be aware um, that you could be transplanting a patient with a silent carrier-related donor. So you need to make sure that the related donor is not a silent carrier of these gene mutations. The conditioning regimen for dyskeratosis congenita is non-myeloablative. Yeah, so Sam and I were talking, one of the ways we remember all of the clinical features is we think of keratin for dyskeratosis congenita, so issues with hair, nails, um, rash, and then I also really remember that there's pulmonary fibrosis because that comes up a lot. Um, And then patients, as Sam said, have increased uh, risk of GI cancers, including HCT. And so you also mentioned another form of bone marrow failure that can cause Pancytopenia. So, can you tell me about GATA2 deficiency syndromes? Yep. So, GATA2 is a transcription factor involved in early hematopoiesis. There's four phenotypes. I think the most testable one is the MonoMAC, which is a rare autosomal dominant syndrome. It's associated with monocytopenia, so you don't have monocytes. BN natural killer cell lymphopenia, mycobacterial, viral, fungal, and bacterial infections, as well as HPV can put patients at risk and they can have multiple warts with that. You can also, uh, the three other phenotypes are acquired aplastic anemia, Emberger syndrome, and dendritic cell monocyte lymphocyte deficiency. The treatment for any of these GATA2 deficiencies is stem cell transplant, and they all have a risk of getting leukemias or MDS. And so what are the marrow failure syndromes we should know that cause anemia? So the most testable um, bone marrow failure that can cause anemia is diamond black fan anemia. It's right in the name. The mechanism of this is a mutation in ribosomal proteins that lead to hypoproliferative anemia. And this is diagnosed less than one year of age. This is an infant diagnosis. The bone marrow will lack red blood cell precursors. The mutation is in the RPS19 gene, and that's autosomal dominant passed down, or the GATA1 gene, which is X-linked. The presentation for diamond black fan anemia, you can have short stature, you can have cardiac, renal, or GU abnormalities, you can have hand and limb abnormalities, and craniofacial or neck abnormalities. The diagnosis of diamond black fan anemia is increased erythrocyte adenosine deaminase, Um, which is a critical enzyme in the purine salvage pathway. The treatment for diamond black fan anemia is steroids, and we do prednisolone 2 mg per kg per day, and you taper to get a goal of hemoglobin between 8 to 10 grams per deciliter. You can also support these patients with transfusions, and again, the curative option is stem cell transplant. Absolutely. And so what are the marrow failure syndromes we should know that cause neutropenia? 
There's two that we should know about that cause neutropenia. And the first is severe congenital neutropenia. Again, it's in the name. The mechanism of this syndrome is misfolded neutrophil elastase, which leads to neutrophil arrest at the promyelocyte stage, or it can lead to apoptosis. The gene mutated is the E-lane gene, and the presentation can be delayed cord separation at birth, recurrent infections such as cellulitis, abscesses, and pneumonias. The labs will show an ANC less than 200, and again, these patients are at risk for MDS and AML. Our treatment for severe congenital neutropenia is GCSF, but at high doses, this puts patients at risk of osteopenia, splenomegaly, and MDS. And again, the curative treatment option is stem cell transplant. The second marrow failure syndrome that we need to be aware of that can cause neutropenia is Schwannman-Diamond syndrome. This is autosomal recessive congenital disorder, which leads to variable neutropenias, and sometimes it can cause mild anemia or thrombocytopenia. So this can affect one or maybe two of the cell lineages. The gene that's mutated in Schwannman-Diamond syndrome is the SBDS gene. The presentation is pancreatic insufficiency, steatorrhea, failure to thrive, infections, skeletal deformities, such as thoracic dystrophy. We can have immune, endocrine, or cognitive dysfunctions. And again, these patients are at risk for MDS and AML. Our treatment for Schwannman-Diamond syndrome is to stimulate those neutrophils with GCSF. And then again, stem cell transplant is our only curative option. Yes. And it's really easy to mix up diamond black fan and Schwaman diamond because the name sounds so similar. And remember, we might, we talked about this in our high yield team series. Um, remember that diamond black fan, um, I gave this tip, but the jerseys of the Chicago Blackhawks are red. And so it's an issue with red cells in diamond black fan, whereas Schwaman diamond is an issue with neutropenia and other key features to know is pancreatic insufficiency and failure to thrive. And so this brings us to the next classification of marrow failure syndromes. What are the ones that we should know about that cause thrombocytopenia? There are two that we're going to talk about. And the first one is congenital amegakaryocytic thrombocytopenia. The mechanism of this is reduced megalokaryocytes in the bone marrow from a defective response to TPO in megakaryocyte colony formation. This leads to the thrombocytopenia. Mutations are in thrombopoietin receptor gene, and this is the CMPL gene. And our treatment is supportive care with platelet transfusions and, again, stem cell transplant. The second one we're going to talk about is Wiscott-Aldrich syndrome, and this is the triad of immunodeficiency, thrombocytopenia, and eczema from lack of the WAS protein. The WAS gene is what's mutated, and this is X-linked. And the presentation, you can see GI bleeds, so these patients need to avoid aspirin or NSAIDs. You again, you see eczema and you see recurrent infections. The IgG labs or the Ig labs can show a high IgA and IgE as well as a low IgM. Our treatment is splenectomy sometimes, which helps with the thrombocytopenia, IVIG for infections, and curative intent is the stem cell transplant. Yeah, one of the mnemonics that I've seen for Wiscott Aldrich is the mnemonic water. So the W stands for Wiscott, the A stands for Aldrich, the T stands for thrombocytopenia. The E for eczema and the R for recurrent pyogenic infections. And so that was a really great takeaway for um, really hard, 
you know, really hard, but very testable questions because we really don't see many of these cases throughout our fellowship. And so what are our key takeaways? Agreed. I think that a lot of these are seen and diagnosed more in our pediatric hematology consults. Um, and But it's something that we are tested on as adult hematologists and we need to be aware of. So our key takeaways, Fanconia anemia, again, the genes affected that I think will be tested on is FANC-A, FANC-C, and FANC-G genes. It's diagnosed by the chromosomal breakage study, so they may give you guys that, and it causes pancytopenia. Dyskeratosis congenita, that's a mutation in DKC1 or the TRC gene, and that causes pancytopenia. GATA2 related bone marrow failures also lead to pancytopenia. Diamond black fan anemia, this is a mutation in the RPS19 gene or the GATA1 gene that affects our red blood cells and anemia only. Severe congenital neutropenia is a mutation in the ELANE or ELANE gene, and that causes neutropenia only. Schwannman Diamond Syndrome, that's a mutation in the SBDS gene, it causes neutropenia only. Congenital amegalocaryocytic thrombocytopenia, this is a mutation in the CMPL gene, it causes thrombocytopenia. Wiscott Aldridge is a mutation in the WAS gene, thrombocytopenia is seen only. And in general, the treatment for these can be things such as steroids or androgens, stimulating that cell population with GCSF or erythropoietin. We support with transfusions and always consideration for curative stem cell transplant. We need to be aware that these patients, when they undergo stem cell transplant, they're at greater risk for graft-first-host disease, as well as toxicities from conditioning regimens. Yes, so great overview. Thank you for listening. Good luck with studying. And please feel free to reach out to us with corrections or comments on our Instagram or Twitter, 2OncDocs. Have a great week, guys, and happy studying. <laughs>